0: You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast, where we, of course, talk about the Indiana Pacers. As always, my name is Tony East. I cover the team for Forbes and the West Side Community News. And today, is the big one for the Pacers. They win. They're in the playoffs. They lose. They're in the draft lottery. Final play-in game against the Washington Wizards. Joining me to preview this game, we used to cover the Wizards for the same publication. Now he covers a variety of stuff for further win. Mike Sykes, how's it going, Tony,
1: my man. Thanks for having me, dude. I'm good.
0: It's going to be fun to cover this game. Who would have thought that before this season, the Pacers make a coaching change with the hopes of taking their four seed farther in the playoffs. The Wizards trade a franchise icon for Russell Westbrook in the hopes of going farther in the playoffs. And now one of these teams will lose and not even make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of heartbreaking, right? That, that, but I guess that's kind of what the play-in is supposed to be, right? This this whole uh, big stakes moment in the season that we didn't have before. So it, it's pretty exciting stuff, honestly.
0: It really is. I like. I I like the the play in as an idea. You know. I hate though that it's one game. I wish it was a best of three, but that is what it is. You know. Yeah. What I
1: mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel the, you.
0: I think the NBA psyched that it's a best of one, so we'll we'll let them make
1: those choices. Yeah. Yeah. Although so that, I will say, I I need these games on the weekend now. Like, yes, don't 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 ever give me these on a a Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday ever again.
0: I'm sure the NBA is thrilled to have LeBron versus Steph on a Wednesday. A lot of <laughs> to this. So the the big elephant in the room with this game is that the Wizards just destroyed the Pacers in the regular season. There was one overtime game where the Pacers were right in at the end, but the other one, two of the other ones were an eight point win where Russell Westbrook had a historic stat line and a 154-141 dropping where Russell Westbrook had a historic stat line. And... <laughs> I know we don't. You know Russ isn't the most popular guy in DC because John Wallace traded for him, but he's played fantastic against the Pacers, and that's where when I think about this game, you know the Hornets were kind of a, a good matchup for the Pacers just because they have guards that you can throw off their game very well. But Russ is harder to throw off his game, especially for the Pacers this year. So how key do you feel like he's going to be in this game, and how have teams succeeded in throwing him off the season because the Pacers have not figured it out yet?
1: Yeah, I mean with Russ, it, it's it's a matter of you got to pick your poison, right? If you're going to defend him, you, you obviously you have to allow him to, to shoot his jump shot. And sometimes those shots fall down, but more often than not, you'll, you'll bait him into making bad decisions with, with these weird pull-up jumpers that he just absolutely loves to take. But, but like thing about Russ man is that Russ is like, no matter what you throw at him, he's just going to run full steam through it. Right. He's, he's going to, he's going to get, you know, his, his triple double, he's going to get at least, 10 boards he's going to get his his 15 assists or whatever and like he's like you said he's had historic nights legitimately historic nights um against the Pacers and so like I for for the Pacers like I think it it really is just a matter of just trying to to wall off that that paint and allow him to to sort of dribble the ball back and forth on the outside like
0: Yeah, I look back at his results against them this season and the game that really stands out is when he had the 20 assists, 20 rebound game when Brad wasn't playing because it's like it should be easier to wall him off. Brad is not in this game. They have nothing else substantial to score against you and you still can't shut him down. That one was really embarrassing. The other rust that stands out is he hit seven of 13 threes against the Pacers. Like, that's what they, like, I I agree with you. That's what they should want him to do is take those. And Mike Prade has been talking about it all the time. Like sometimes he takes them and misses them, but then later in the game it sets up shot fakes, but you should let him shoot those and he's been making them. So he's just done absolutely everything against his Pacers team. And because the Wizards love to drive and the Pacers defensive scheme kind of invites those drives. It's just, he's been incredible.
1: Right. Yeah. and, And that's the thing, right? It's like, Allowing Russ to drive is like that's the nail in the coffin for you. Like you you cannot allow him to get ahead of Steam because either he's getting to the rim and either laying the ball up or he's passing to the big who's in the dunker spot. And and like the Wizards bigs as as mid as they have been, as mediocre as they have been <laughs> for really the entire season, like that is their bread and butter. Like that's their sweet spot. That's why Robin Lopez's hook shot has been so effective because Russell Westbrook has allowed him to sort of get this deep post position and and made for some really easy shots for him. So like, and I, I think, you know, you, you raise a really good point about, um, about Russ's big game where he had, I think it was what, uh, he had 21 assists and 24 rebounds, but like in that game, I'm pretty sure he took like less than 10 shots. Which is like really interesting to me, because Russ, you you never get games where like he's 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 sort of reluctant to shoot, I guess. But like in that game, I felt like he was just sort of getting everything he wanted and was more so setting people up, and and it felt like that was a, a part of the Pacers' scheme for him. Then, but like it didn't it didn't really work out. Like I don't know.
0: Well, what's a crazier stat from that game? Twenty-one rebounds and twenty-four assists, or Chandler Hutchinson having eighteen points. Because that. <laughs> it's crazy how good oh, Hutch has been against them. But when he's passing like that, I guess it, it sets everybody up, right?
1: Yeah, man. Like Russ is look, I I Russ stands and me have had a very tumultuous relationship, <laughs> uh, to say the least, throughout the season. But you got to give that dude his credit, man. When when he is on, he is on, and there, there's really not no experience in the nba quite like that
0: so now we shift to superstar number two the the one that the wizards fans are much more fond of and who also had a ridiculous 50 point game against the pacers this year while hobbled for part of that game by the way and i believe he's hobbled again we'll talk about that in a second although neither of them are on the injury report the two stars but bradley beal ridiculous player second in the nba in scoring had a 50 point game against the pacers this year 76 points in two games against the pacers also ridiculous i mean it it's just so hard for the Pacers to contain those guys with the way they play defense and I get that Brad's been limping a little bit recently but he's still been playing exceptionally well and you know as Russ has rounded into form since basically the start of April right when the Wizards really started this tear how much has Beal helped him and who's been better between the two like how has that dynamic worked for those two Um
1: careers? for for me and like I guess it depends on who you talk to from uh, who, whoever like has this insight on the Wizards, but like for me, Bradley Beal has been the Wizards' clear best player all year long. Without like, because like obviously, if you have triple doubles, like that's something that just like people are drawn to, right? And that's a really impressive thing. Don't get me wrong, but like Brad has he from what three quarters of the season, he led the league in scoring. He's averaging over uh, thirty. I think he's at thirty one point four officially for the season there um, was just a bucket you know and it and it's not just the pacers who have struggled to stop him it's it's been everyone um this season and and like it for me he's probably the biggest um like his his hamstring is is the biggest thing the most important thing coming into to thursday's game like if he's not good the wizards have no chance because i i think when he's on the floor like it, it's one thing when he's not playing right and, and he's not trying to take these shots. But when you have him hobbled and he's out there trying to, to, to get these shots up and trying to defend and, and playing Bradley Beal's game to the best of his ability, it just doesn't work out. Like we saw it happen against the Celtics where he's like guarding Jason Tatum on a, on a bum hamstring and he, he Jason Tatum drops 50. Like, of course he drops 50. Right. But like at the same time, he also just didn't really have that, that same spring, that same explosiveness that same horizontal leap that that he does so well. Like, that just wasn't there. And that's a huge part of his game. So, so that hamstring, like, watch out for that.
0: Yeah, he couldn't draw the fouls. So that was the big thing. For me, like, I think he only drew one foul the whole game, right? He could still get his yeah. looks up a little bit, but only drew one foul. So, yeah, if he's still a little... And he's rubbed the hamstring, like, every quarter, right? Like, it, it he clearly looks uncomfortable in the game. Everyone's, like... I still follow a lot of wizards people from back in the day and everyone's like, oh, he's just messing with his brace. I'm like, he's clearly rubbing his muscles. Mm. <laughs> like, like it's very obvious, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just like from I think it was like the the third or fourth possession of the game. He goes in for a drive and and like he finishes. Oh no, it was the dunk. He he had dunked the ball, right? Um, and and like immediately he comes down and it's just grabbing at that hamstring. <laughs> Walking back on defense, I'm like, yo, get him out of the game. Like, the play not even worth it. It's not worth it. It's no, not worth it. No.
0: Any permanent damage from a play game is a, is a misstep from a friend. Oh, God, man. Hey, everybody. Quick break from the Pacers-Wizards talk. So I can tell you guys about the great folks over at Rock Auto because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car and a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the pointless and intimidating questioning and wait while the counter guy orders the parts when you can just do it yourself at rockauto.com. They're a family business who've been serving auto parts customers online for over two decades. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you could need, motor oil, new carpet, tail lamps, anything, whether for your classic daily driver, Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See everything available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I always do research on these teams and players like hardcore right before these playoff games and series and stuff. And with Beal it's crazy like you go you go through player in the league spot up stats. Beal's top 10. Player in the league pull up stats. Beal's top 15. Player drive points per game stats. Beal's top 3. It's like what what does he not how does he not score? Like it, it's kind of ridiculous. So I think his injury might be the only thing that that screws the Wizards in this instance because he would have been too good for them to stop if he
1: was healthy. Yeah, man. Brad is it, it's really wild just to see his evolution as a player and, and i mean like you you've watched this team closely like you know just like what brad used to be even three or four years ago is totally different from from what he is now like as a ball handler as a slasher as as a shooter like he's somehow worse as a shooter but like way better as a scorer which is crazy like never thought that he'd be this good as as a as a number one scoring option but but here we are
0: all right, that's it. That's every good Wizards player. Um <laughs> now we move on to, to other aspects of this game. No, but for real they they are lacking in other areas. Gafford's been really sensational for them, but Scott Rooks refuses to let him play any minutes. God. And Bertans missed every three he took against the Celtics, and that's all he's out there for. So they they didn't they haven't had the other talent. That's kinda why they are where they are right now.
1: Yeah, and the frustrating thing about Bertans is that like when he shoots well, the Wizards are pretty good, but like Man, against good defenses, he just seems to disappear sometimes, and and it's so frustrating to to watch him. Like like there was a play in in the game against the Celtics where he's just slashing to the rim, and then all of a sudden he just pulls up and starts to flare out to the three point line, and Russ is trying to to pass him the ball, and it's a turnover. Like Jason Tatum steals the ball, and he's and he's out, and and so it's like, man, it's just just mistakes like those. And then you don't give the Wizards anything on defense as as a at, at an essential spot of their defense, right? Because like they don't like their rim protection is okay, but they really feast on like trying to get their hands in in passing lanes and things like that. And man, it, he's just bad. He's just bad. And <laughs> everything but you. thankfully
0: he's only making eighty five million dollars over the next five. Oh years, my
1: so. god! And they had a chance to trade him twice and just didn't. It, I didn't even know that part of that. It's That's fine. Crazy. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's flip the script here. Obviously, Russ and Beal are scary for the Pacers. Scott Brooks rightfully said this, that the three guard lineups for the Wizards were killer against the Pacers. So let's flip the script. I know Sabonis is an obvious answer. Feel free to talk about him. But what's the matchup for the Wizards that they should be scared of from the Pacers side? What, how are the Pacers going to get a bunch of buckets? I mean, Sabonis Man. In. The well all season for them against the Wizards, but you know what? What in general scares you about this game?
1: I'm really afraid of Malcolm Brogdon, and (laughs) and like I think I've always been high on Malcolm Brogdon as as a as a player in general, but like I think he really makes a big difference for you guys in terms of like just shot creation, having a another really good three point shooter at at the point of attack, and and like the Wizards don't do well with that. Like they've, they've never done well with that. They, this season, like point guards have gone crazy against them. And, and so like just having him back, having him healthy is that that's a, that's a, that's a really big deal to me. And like, I think he can competently competently guard um, Russ as well. Like not to say like, he's the greatest defender ever, but, but like he's solid and he's got size and, and that, if you can, if you can, if you can chest up to rest, then like you, you have a shot. And so I, I, I think that might be a real problem for the wizards.
0: Yeah. He had 26 in his only game against the wizards back Ma- March or yeah, whenever it was that early was early March. Yeah. Yeah. I he think. was real good. That game, him and Sabonis worked well together against the Hornets. It was great to have him back because when the vert was rolled out and rightfully so a lot of people buried the Pacers, they would have had no guard play if Brogdon couldn't have returned. So, All Right. He's definitely a threat and scary. And what he brings to this game specifically that I like about Brogdon and I was prop him up for various reasons. I rarely talk about this. though is he's really patient. The Pacers are a very fast team. They lead the league or they're near the top of the league in pace. And the Wizards are really fast, too. We've seen that all year with them as well. These games have the Pacers lowest score against the Wizards this year is 124. And they lost all three games, right? <laughs> These games are nuts with offense.
1: And, insane.
0: And Brogdon is like even somehow in fast cat games can like assess and you know, just it's like a reset that has so much value to like get everybody organized. Even if it's just a nine second possession, just pulling it out real quick, get everybody organized, creates a better look a lot of the time than what happens when he's not in there or when they have, you know, Karras likes to go, go, go. And that's good. But you know, Brogdon's a different element of, of pace that I think would be good against a, a wizards team that like the Pacers is just like, boom, go play our game full speed ahead. And I agree that he will be potentially a huge difference maker. If he can control a lot of the game speed.
1: Yeah. And and I and I think like we can't talk about Sabonis, right? right. Obviously. <laughs> um and, I wanted and, you
0: to, I just didn't want him to be your first answer.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And and like, I mean, I mean that dude's special, man. Like honestly. And and I feel like it was you that like I, I there was there was like a time where I was just like, yo, Sabonis is just not that good. And you were just like, no, like he's 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 great. He's really good. And then like here we are. All these years later, he's 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 dope. Like he's one of my favorite bigs to watch. And I, I, I think that like as far as having him as like he's he's going to smoke whoever he lines up against on the Wizards. Right. And and like maybe you put Daniel Gafford on him, but like he is very foul happy sometimes. And like very, very, very foul happy. Yeah. And Sabonis is really, really crafty. So, like, I don't think that works. I don't think Rolo is quick enough to stick with him. I just don't want to see Alex Lynn on the floor ever again. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. I don't know what matchup you have that, that can competently guard Sabonis. And, and like, I just don't, it, it it's hard to say that, that it'll like, I don't want to overstate the, the, the matchup here because like the wizards have have, have beaten the Pacers uh, three times now this season, but they weren't the healthiest at the time. Like Malcolm Brogdon wasn't there for two of those games, and then like you you get that 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 Brogdon and Sabonis combo cooking again. Like I I just don't know, man. Like I don't know when you you got the Wizards are kind of hobbled now. Like I don't know what's going on with Russ. Like he went back into the locker room against the Celtics. I
0: am Ask about later. Yeah,
1: Brad, Brad's hamstring is is Brad's hamstring. Like I I don't know. I don't know if those two aren't cooking then. There's there's not much else unless you get one of those magical-ish Smith games again.
0: Before we roll, let's keep going with this bonus talk. There's this video that I've seen a lot with Gafford. I don't know where it came from, but it's just him saying, you just lost to Daniel Gafford. Where where did that come from? What is that? Have you seen that? No, I don't. I don't know what you're talking. About. Oh. I don't it's just know a video of Daniel about. Gafford saying, "You just lost to Daniel Gafford." That's hilarious. I don't. I don't know what the origin story of it is or why it exists. It's That's
1: hilarious. Funny. That might be like a, a a niche wizards wizards Twitter thing. You know, they they they, <laughs> it, they they're getting me out of here. This evening, it looks so. like
0: <laughs> <laughs> kicking you out. It looks like um I can't remember what the cameo. It looks like a cameo, but I'm not sure if it is one or not. It's pretty funny. That's hilarious. But I agree that between his foul happiness and the and like Alex Len, I think he he might run into the same fate that Bismack Biyombo just got for the Hornets. They started Biyombo to try to kind of maintain defense on Sabonis and cover the rim. Biyombo played three minutes and then never played the rest of the game. He couldn't, he couldn't do it, right? And <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know if Len can either. And I know Wizards fans think Len is the third best center <laughs> on their team, and he is. Um, so we'll see how much he ends up playing. But yeah, I agree that Sabonis seems like a big matchup exploit. I think he scored 30 points in all three games against the Wizards this year. Yeah, yeah. And he was rolling against the Hornets. They tried to throw extra coverages at him and that's where his creativity came in. He was passing, hitting guys for threes like crazy. So I think if the Pacers do win, it's because he's finding shooters and the Pacers timing on those cuts off of him when he has the ball are crisp like they were against Charlotte.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, right? Is that you, you, you can't, like, sure, you might be able to throw a double at him or whatever. Like, say you just have like, Bradley Beal digging from the opposite side of the floor. He's going to find that guy. And even if he's not hitting shots, he's still hitting the glass. He's still going to make these passes. Like, and he's not going to make mistakes with the ball either. And 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 I think that when you have that as a combination, especially in a big man, like, you, you've you got something really, really special. So, like, I'm – I, needless to say, like, I'm not super high on the Wizards' chances. That's it. I
0: actually – we always pick like right. We know the games who we think's gonna win. And I pick the Pacers, but like, why am I picking the Pacers? They did awful against the Wizards in the season. I have no reason to pick them, but I think for me, it's just in the back of my mind. I see the two best players in the Wizards limping, and I'm like, I, I have to pick the Pacers, even yeah. though I don't think they're yeah. better. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. And and like, I'm not I'm not sure that that they're better either. But I I, I know that Bradley Beal isn't even close to healthy. Like he's right. he's playing on a bum hamstring that that he got. I think. A week and a half ago, and and we know Against how the patron works. Yeah. It, like they they don't that injury doesn't go away, like it doesn't go away. And and so when when you have that, you have your your best player hobbled. You have your second best player hobbled potentially. Like I don't know, they haven't said anything official about about rush yet, but like it's it's I don't know, man. I'm just not confident. One more break so I can talk
0: about two great folks. The first of which. The awesome people over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing, you can get in on all the action over at betonline.ag. Plus, NBA, MLB, whatever sport you like, they've got it for you. They even have Pacers Wizards on there if you're interested. The Wizards favored by three points right now at home in the final playing game. Over under of 238, which is ridiculous high. These teams score crazy points when they play each other. The lowest total either team has had in a game is 124 this season. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run into the playoffs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you have to do, use the promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, when you sign up. BetOnline.ag or online. Sportsbook experts. And of course, the great folks over at Built Bar. Built Bar is making the best tasting protein bars ever and they have a variety pack that features nine delicious flavors i personally love them the peanut butter brownie one is my absolute favorite but they also have coconut coconut almond mint brownie salted caramel there's something for everyone do you know your favorite flavors because i just again told you mine it's peanut butter brownie if you haven't tried them all you can get that mixed box like i said you'll get two of each flavor got to try them out some of the flavors for example 18 grams of protein just 180 calories just five grams of sugar and five grams of net carbs Got to try them all. They're all really tasty, all really healthy, 100% covered in chocolate. Go to builtbar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED1515. You'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Yeah, I I, I totally understand that. And I don't, maybe it's just a gut thing. But it's, I just, it's, it's weird. I cover the team, and I'm like, yeah, I have a feeling they're going to win. And I've been wrong more often than not. So maybe that's a bad sign for the Pacers. So who's the – Chandler Hutchinson's been this guy <laughs> twice in double figures. He's had two games in double figures all season. You'll never guess which team they were against, but <laughs> is it him who's going to be the random wizard that has a great game if the Wizards end up winning that that carries him across the line?
1: Um I could see Ish Smith has been cooking lately. I, I and I'll give him that. Like I'm not the biggest Ish Smith guy. Like he's a really good dude and a really good player. Like to be on 11 teams for your career is is pretty impressive and it also says that like A lot of NBA teams value you. So so like no, no slight against him, but like he's been playing really, really well as of late. I could also see it being um, Raul Neto, who's who's been shooting really well um, for really like the the last fourth of the season or so. So between one of those two point guards, because they love to throw out these three guard lineups for whatever reason, um, I would say that it'd be one of them. Um, Outside of that, though, maybe maybe it's Rui. Nah, it'll be one of the point guards. It'll be one of the point guards. Rui's had some nice games against the Pacers, but that's like.
0: He but it's kind of weird because it's like he makes the shots they want him to take. You know right? I mean? So exactly. it's like that's great. Exactly. Like, good for him. Great job. You played a great game. You helped your team win. But like that's such a fine line between good and bad game where it's like if he misses two of those and they lose, it's like, oh Rui really shot them out of the game with those 20 footers, you know. So right, right. Good for him, but yeah, I, I don't I would not
1: pick it. And that's the thing about him as a player, is that like his strengths are in areas that are like teams want you to take these mid range jump shots. Yep. You're not the most proficient three point shooter. You're not the best passer. You you sort of have tunnel vision. And like I I really like Rui as a player. I I think he can be really special but he he just has a long way to go um as far as like expanding his game goes. But like I think it's tough it's it's good that he can make tough shots. I just don't want him to take them all the time.
0: Eventually, but yes, not yet.
1: Yeah. Are you yeah. more
0: confident in his future or Denny's? This is not related
1: to this game. Ah, uh, It's tough, man. Denny just had a rough one. Yeah. I, I Coming into the season, I would, I, I would have said Denny, but Rui has shown me a lot, not only like as an offensive player, but as a, as a defender, he's been really good against some really good competition. Like, so I, I, Right now, I probably say Rui, but but I'm 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 pretty high on both of them, though. I That's have good. to say,
0: the Wizards I, have a future. Let's go. Ian. We'll we'll
1: see, man. <laughs> I I don't know. I I I have a strong feeling that uh, that Denny probably gets traded this all season. Oh. For, for somebody who won't be too helpful. For
0: Andrew Nicholson? or <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Those Please the days. no. That was the worst. I might be the worst trade in NBA history that no one talks about. That was
1: so bad. So bad. It was so bad. Uh, I, woo.
0: So, the big question. And we kind of have both said we think the Pacers might win, but is that your official prediction the Pacers win this game?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Pacers win. And, and it's probably also because I kind of want them to win, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair. Fair. A lot of my listeners also want the uh, the wizards to win. a lot The lottery is appealing, even if you're in like the 13th spot.
1: Yeah, man you 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 get those odds, man. You never know. You never know.
0: I know the 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 scenario is going to be whichever team wins, the other team jumps up in the lottery, and then other fans go, "Oh my gosh, we could have been it could have been us." If we lost that one game, you know. It could have been us. Could have been us. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, I think the Pacers went too, but I have no good analytic reason to think that like as I break it down I'm like oh man they just have no answers for some of these Washington lineups like the three guard one you said earlier but I still also think they win so we'll see it's going to be super fun and I am excited for it's like Sabonis called it a game seven style other players have called it like NCAA tournament style I think I lean a little more towards the game seven stuff but it is awesome that I get to watch two basically game sevens in a row
1: yeah, it's really cool, man. Like I I I won't lie, like coming into the plan, I was a little bit skeptical about it, like seeing what what it would look like, whether it was fair or not to to like the seven or eight seeds or whatever. But yo, know, after watching Jason Tatum drop 50 on my team, I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like even though he's cooking my team, like this is just this is the excitement that that you look for in the game. So it's all fun.
0: Yeah, it. Yeah, the format is what it is. I think it's interesting how it both makes teams try in the regular season and kind of belittles the regular season.
1: It's an interesting <laughs>
0: yeah. toad line, but yeah. you know, until if LeBron makes the playoffs, the NBA will not give a shit what <laughs> to <play> the tournament. <laughs> that's, so that's if nice. they win tonight, we will see the play tournament again <laughs> to next. Right, thanks for coming on, man, and previewing this game. It could be the last time we uh, talk about our basketball teams this season, which is wild to think about.
1: Man, that would be something else, man. Thanks for having me.
0: I appreciate it. Where can people follow you and all your stuff? And by the way, everybody, this is not related to this game at all, but I know nothing about sneakers, but if you are into (laughs) sneakers, Mike is your guy.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at Mike D Sykes, where I tweet about uh, basketball and sneakers. And you can also subscribe to my newsletter, the kicks you wear at KYW.substack.com. And you can watch me on YouTube. With my YouTube series, uh, special delivery by uh, For the Win at USA Today. So, Mike is
0: the only person who's ever gotten me to tweet a picture of myself wearing flip flops because he always has <laughs> shoes we're all wearing on Thursday.
1: I wear that as a badge of pride, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate the time, man. This should be a
0: fun game. Appreciate it.